Welcome to another episode of Living Scent, a missional podcast where we're talking about how do we live as Jesus followers in this world where we enjoy grace, embody love, and engage culture as we learn how to live scent. It is great to be recording another episode of Living Scent, and I'm, I'm happy we have uh, we have a guest, an honored guest with us today, mm-hmm. so I'm excited about that. But uh, in the room, I, I'm Scott, uh, I mean, get to be a part of discipleship at Resonate the whole way, so excited about that. And to, to my right, we've got Jason. Hello. Please. Hello, everybody. Good yep. to be here. You doing okay today? Uh, I have been battling a cough for the last two days. Oh, no. So... I imagine I might have to cough at least once okay. in the next 30 minutes. <laughs> Is there a mute button for your microphone? I wish there was. You're going to torment every listener I know, who, who's I know. coming in. Well, the- I, I just I felt like I should just say that up front, just so when people hear it, they're not okay. thinking, Is he okay? Those of you who are listening, we love you, mm. and we're apologizing for what's about to happen. <laughs> apologizing for Pastor Jason okay. in advance. Yeah, something like that. That's good. And uh, I'm so glad that you could join us in the room today, too, is, is Enoch. And uh, how are you doing today, Enoch? Good. Okay, yeah. yep. Enoch, has, you've been, uh, I mean, a part of Resonate for, for quite a while, and your family's involved. I, I think when I think of you and Imelda, I'm like, oh, you guys are loving people so consistently and investing in people. So uh, I'm super glad that you could be here and join us today and looking forward to hearing more of your story. Um, and also in the room, we got Vicky making sure everything works. Hey, Vicky, yep, she's there. It's the only reason anyone can hear any of this is because Vicky is serving mm-hmm. Jesus. That's in this true. Way. That's so, true. Yep, that's facts. Well, uh, Jason, could you tell us what are we going to be talking about today? Well, we're going to be talking about something that personally I never struggle with, uh, and <laughs> <Okay>. that is. <laughs> Stepping out of our comfort zones. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and specifically, why, in all seriousness, um, why that is a good thing to yeah. step out of our comfort zones, but also why it's so difficult. And, um, and just get into that conversation and how it relates to MCs. Yeah. I, I love it too, because if you read the New Testament, how many of the stories for the disciples were where they had to get out of their comfort zone? So. Um, this this conversation really stemmed from a conversation that, that you and I had, Enoch. Mm-hmm. I was so grateful. Um, there was a time we were talking in the lobby on a Sunday, and you were just sharing how, how God had been at work in, in your heart. And I, I felt so encouraged by what God was doing in you that I'm like, okay, we've got to share. We've got to share with some mm-hmm. more people. So, But would you start just by telling us, um, tell us, uh, like, uh, introduce your family to us so everyone can, can sort of know. Uh, you're, you've been coming to Resonate how long and, and who's, who lives with you? Um, so we've been coming to Resonate a year after Resonate started, so yeah. I think 12 years ago. Wow. And... Um, yeah, it was a different, I mean, smaller setting, and mm-hmm. um, and um, we have two girls. Mm-hmm. One is in high school, and then the other one's going into junior high. Yeah, so. yeah, and they they were they were, itty-bitty. and one of them yeah. was Imelda was pregnant yeah. with with the younger one <laughs> at the same time that yeah. Jenny was pregnant. Okay, with Ella, yeah, like so. yep, yep, that's so fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great. And how did you guys find Resonate? Like when you got here the first time? What that was going to be my question too. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was through uh, my best friend, um, Freddie. He was he had been attending Resonate, and we were church hopping for like five years, and it was not good for our spiritual walk. So. Wow, five years of uh, just trying to find a church. That's, yeah. really That's tough. Mm-hmm. That's really tough. 
Yeah. Yeah, I think sometimes we forget how hard it is to find a church, yeah. that it's not an easy thing. And you guys were looking for five years. Mm-hmm. Wow. What was it that got you to stay when you came to Resonate? Um, so I think it was all God's timing. I think um, it melded up like the bigger church, and I like a smaller church, and then <laughs> the music that we both like were not the same. And yeah. um, But I think it was just God's timing that she just felt comfortable with Resonate, and yeah. I liked it. The sermon was great, and mm. so we just... Stayed. Yeah, so. yeah. It's been awesome that you've been a part, like, mm-hmm. like uh, uh, a regular part, like a serving and active. Um, now you have been an MC leader. You've even been helping and like growing in a in a coaching role with with missional community groups. But can you take us back to so you and you and Imelda are attending? You're like in and a part mm-hmm. of the church. Um, when was the first time that you started like attending an MC or, or got involved? Yeah, so I joined an MC right off the bat um, with Steve Jones, mm-hmm. and um, it was a big group. Um, and um, I never thought ever to become an MC leader. I go in like a stealth mode ninja. Yeah. <laughs> I don't say anything. Yeah. I go out. Nobody ever <laughs> noticed me if I'm not there. Mm. Um, and that's how it began. Um, yeah. Yeah. So this is where part of our conversation was. You, you said there was a you, you weren't really looking for MC leadership, but sort of got thrown into MC mm-hmm. leadership. What was that like? Yeah. So it was a, a phase in my life where I was not happy spiritually. Like I felt like there was no growth, and and just like kind of my walk with God's plateaued and I was yeah. not happy and I wanted to take the next step. And so that was my prayer request. It's like, Lord, just show me next step, whatever it is. And yeah. I guess Steve Jones caught up on that and, mm. and he's like, why don't you be my apprentice? <laughs> like me, I don't even say a word <laughs> yeah. in the MC. Mm. Um, there, everybody else have so much else, better things to share. Yeah. And, um, but, but that was my prayer. So I said, okay, let's try yeah. And so um, we started in the fall, um, meeting like once a month, mm-hmm. and then like two, three sessions into it, um, he started having a, a backache, like herniated yeah. disc, mm-hmm. and he couldn't even sit for 30 minutes. Oh, wow. And yeah. so that was when he called me, he's like... Um, do you feel comfortable leading the MC? Yeah. I'm like, we haven't even gone through the process. Yeah. And, but mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I'll try and leading the discussions. And wow. Um, and that's, that's when, um, when I, that was, th- th- that's how I felt like I was thrown to pool because yeah. <laughs> yep. otherwise I would just weasel my way out of yeah, it and find excuse to mm-hmm. not do it. To stay in your company. Wow. To stay in my yeah. So <laughs> yeah. God knew my personality and mm-hmm. he had to orchestrate that to make it happen. So. Yeah. yeah. And Steve Jones shared with me like he would do it again if mm. just he would be willing to be uh, injured again mm. so that I could become where, who I am today. So I'm yeah. so grateful for that. I mean, it's like, who would do that for anybody? Yeah, that, that's like an amazing thought. Yeah. That, that he's looking at it going, oh, look what God was doing. Yeah. God actually allowed me to suffer pain and a mm-hmm. physical ailment 
because God wanted to do something in your life. Yeah. Well, and, I think that yeah. just confirms too that the God, the way that the world is orchestrated and the way that the world rolls, um, is going to bring about God's ultimate plan for our lives, for the world. And what is beautiful is that it's not our plan. You know, he probably had no plan of getting hurt or injured, and you didn't even have a plan of stepping up to lead at that time. Right. But look what, again, and I mean, it's like Joseph. I, I mean, I don't want to reach too deep, but it's like Joseph in, in Genesis 50. Look at what the Lord has done. You know, we, we, we thought it was going to be a bad thing, but God actually made it to be a good mm-hmm. thing, and only he's able mm-hmm. to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, so tell, me, tell us a little bit more, because um, I think this is something every leader relates with is the idea of, I, I think I'd rather stay in my comfort zone than, than stretch out. How, where are the times where you felt that in, in MC leadership? All the time. <laughs> I mean, okay. I mean, even like tonight, I'm leading my MC. I'm still like, I don't know like hmm. why God put me as an MC leader. I, I don't ever, like I'm a, and I struggle with low self-esteem as well. And mm-hmm. um, a lot of, voices in my head that what can you what how can people benefit from you and so yeah i struggle with that a lot i mean all the time even this is like my fourth year leading mc but it never goes away so yeah i I, i'm encouraged by that because i i think we're like oh sometimes we're we expect like i would i would have some some of this feeling for a moment and then it would go away or or they look at you or another leader, and they're like, oh, they, they lead with, you know, they do this every week, right. you know, yeah. but, but to be in the situation where you're like, oh, no, I'm, I'm still feeling that same feeling. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, so many times we, we look at other people and we compare ourselves, mm-hmm. and we do two things. One, that's, that's the first uh, wrong thing, or unhealthy thing, let's call it that, mm-hmm. is to compare ourselves to others and, and to assume that we should be like everyone else. But the other unhealthy thing is to... Uh, is to put a unrealistic expectation on ourselves to always be to always be superstars, yeah. you know. And so, if we're not always hitting home runs, then we're doing something wrong, mm-hmm. um, or that we're not the right person for for the role. And I I love that you just shared uh, that you you felt nervous. I feel nervous every time I lead my MC, yeah. um, just because I feel like, why am I the one doing this? Mm-hmm. There's, some, but there's somebody else that's got to be better. So I, I appreciate that very much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. What, what are some ways that you feel like God's grown you? Mm-hmm. I, I, I love your faithfulness to just, like, even tonight, you're like, I, I'm not sure I feel great about it, but I'm, I'm going in. But wh- what has God been growing in you? I think just, um, I think a reminder that that is not, up to me. Mm. I mean, it's again like I, I. I'm also like I think the reason why I don't like to get into the comfort zone is because I want control and I mm. want to kind of make sure things happen. But I, I think part of the spiritual walk, faith is trusting that God is the one who's in control and mm. God is the one who's going to um, carry the MC and 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 change hearts. And it's not up to me, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah so. that's like a gospel implication, right? Uh, I'm actually. Not, it's not just that I I wouldn't do the right job of making a disciple. I actually can't. Right. <laughs> like like it's only God right. that's gonna do that. Right. It's like we need Him to show up. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I, I mean, like 
if I look back, my um, uh, um, leading MCs, I feel like I'm the one who benefit the most because, mm. um, <laughs> like, I listen to sermon multiple times, and and um, mm. I make sure that I receive something first before I can, you know, sh- discuss with the group. And at the same time, like. If I look back my journey, like I wasn't reading the Bible consistently. Yeah, I wasn't praying for the group, and mm. um, I didn't care for other people. But but now, like, like God put uh, because of that process, um, a lot of things has changed. Um, like uh, the the reason why I I mean even while having um, um, David Rody as my apprentice, I. Yeah. He said, uh, let's read the Bible together in one year. I'm like, I don't like to read. I don't <laughs> read ever. I mean, I do do the devotional like Monday to Friday, but like mm-hmm. read through the Bible, that's, that's a lot. Yeah. And, but, but having gone through it, I just feel like, wow. Like he, even though like we walked through together and like I just saw the perspective of, of God is, has grown so much because mm-hmm. i Stepped out and like, okay, let's do this together. And yeah. he, he's the one who challenged me. Yeah. And so like, that's just one of the ways that God's grown me is um, just, just, just allowing God to lead me, yeah. whatever next step is. And it sounds like what you're saying is that journey started when you, okay, so Steve is feeling ill and not able to lead. Mm-hmm. So you're like, oh my goodness, I feel like I'm out of my comfort zone, but I'll go in here and I probably should prepare mm-hmm. in order to be ready. So you started at taking more time to prepare, and in that, that's where like you yeah. started growing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it sounds like even David has been a part of that journey too. Like right. So so then so it's like God was planning this this whole journey for you, where He was going to have these different things happen because mm-hmm. He wanted you to experience more of Him. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. When. I I think of um, I've been thinking a lot about the discipleship journey for people and going. I think we we have to just be scared a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I think that's a that's a part of what what God's gonna gonna call us into. Um, and I I think just recently too, um, you you were being asked to to bring on new apprentices and to engage in those things. So um, I'm just curious, like. What what has your journey been like lately as as an MC leader? Like what what's have there been fears that you're still facing as as you keep you know taking those steps? Yeah, so um, I I as an MC leader, I try to control the environment. Yeah, um, I well, try to what, do. Yeah, what mm-hmm. did that look like? Um, because I want to create a. A dynamic that stays that doesn't change from one session to another mm-hmm. session. So, like, I'll like make sure it's not like groups of twelve. I'll cap it off at eight. Yeah. Um, I because also in some sense I take everybody who's in my MC their journey very seriously. I mm-hmm. pray for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. so to ha- have one more person, that means I'm stretching myself. That means I have yeah. to meet up with them outside MC. That means I have one more person that I need to care for. Yeah. Um, and so that was how I uh, 
put up walls, and mm. if somebody wanted to join my MC, I will interview them, mm. make sure that they're like committed, make sure mm. that they're, you know, that they have a thirst for God. Yeah. But then, like, but then as well, I was doing the devotionals. Um, um, one of my now one of my favorite passages is Ezekiel <laughs> 16, mm. and it's talking about the Lord and His faithless bride. And how he found a baby wallowing in his own blood, and but then God, like all the parents, I guess the parents left the baby, and then um, God came and took care of the baby, and then it grew up and became God's bride. Mm. But then the the bride went out and uh, whore, became a whore and prostitution, and yeah. but then despite that, God still loved on on the person, and mm. so. That spoke to me that God knows what it means to love until it hurts, yeah, and mm. um, how to stretch them, mm. how to stretch himself. Even when if he feel, when he doesn't feel like being stretched, he continues yeah. to stretch himself. So, like that hit me hard because it's like, what am I doing? Why mm. am I making the barriers of joining my MC so hard that? You have to be the perfect person. You have to mm. be. Your attitude has to be right toward God. How about the ones that are lost? Yeah. And so that's how God spoke to me. And like, man, I'm really like not leading in the right way. Yeah. Um, Can I ask you um, when you were trying to, when as you look think back on when you were trying to control your group, do you think that that had an impact on the people in your group? Um, I mean, it's it's well-meaning because, like, you know, we want to create an environment where people feel comfortable to share. Um, and I just feel like every time there's a new person, that will just um, people. That most most of the people, I guess, when I'm when you're an introvert, you attract introverts. So a lot of <laughs> introverts will just end up not sharing when there are new people. Yeah. Um, but. Um, at least that's how I perceived it. Mm-hmm. So, okay, yeah. What you were sharing is so profound. Thinking of, like, you're reaching into how God's willing to give more, and to love more, and pay. He's, it costs him more, right? But yet, his heart was is so for people that that he would willingly give, mm-hmm. right? And, and I mean, that's really fulfilled in Jesus. You know, that what's. Sh- telegraphed in the Old Testament is like lived out in him. But then what you're saying is that that heart started to grow in you, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. That, that, so you were putting yourself in a place where you're willing to be uncomfortable, and that didn't mean you felt less uncomfortable. What started happening is mm-hmm. you, your heart started changing. Mm-hmm. You know? what, what impact did that have on the group in that, in that season when God was starting to teach you that thing? What, what, would, what would it feel like at, at MC? I really don't know. Okay. I mean, yeah, we got to bring um, some of you, the guys in here to have. Yeah. yeah where's I mean, David Rohde? <laughs> but, um, like, just like after that, hmm. God brought an apprentice, another, a second apprentice yeah. into the MC, where, like, hmm. had God not spoken to me that way, I would have said, no, sorry, I'm, yeah. I don't want more people. Mm-hmm. But because that, like, okay, why not? I mean, Mm. So, um, but a lot of times we 
I, I don't know what God is doing maybe right now, but yeah. like I know that he's doing something greater and I just have to trust that. So Yeah, that's just such a beautiful posture. Like the, what, what is it that reassured you that God's doing something greater? How did you learn that lesson? Just through a lot of, um, a lot of, I, I guess he, he brought me through, um, like, for me, I, I feel like I'm, a, like, as I read the Bible, I feel like I'm the stiff-necked, uh, hardened heart person. Yeah. And, like, like, my spiritual journey was always been, like, I don't want anything to do with God. Yeah. And so, um, looking backwards, yeah. um, I can see that, like, He's always embracing me. He's always mm-hmm. uh, pursuing me. Like even being an MC leader, it was not my forethought. So because of that, again, over and over and over again, I know that he's doing something. Mm-hmm. Uh, even despite like um, my own desires, that yeah. his desire is greater than mine. So Yeah, I, I love that. Looking backward, you're like looking at his, like what he's done in the past, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And sometimes that's that's probably one of the, more healthier things we can do in our discipleship is just to look back. Yeah, is to get to gain perspective. Mm-hmm. How, how many times in the Old Testament do God, does God say, <laughs> "Remember"? Maybe like, once or remember. twice. <laughs> it might be our primary problem. Exactly, is, is we forget. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just to re- just to look at mm-hmm. the journey that God has brought us on, and to see to see the work that He's done. Because so often, like you know, we live in our own skin all the time, mm-hmm. and so we. You can't always see it. It's like someone who's trying to get in shape and they're trying to lose weight. Like they're with themselves and their bodies all the time, so they don't necessarily see it. But then when they they come into contact with someone they haven't seen in a while, they're like, "Oh wow, you look great." I think sometimes it's it's very healthy for us to. We may not be able to see it, but but going to other people and saying, "What, what do you see God doing in my life?" Or when people other people point it out, it's such a benefit to our souls to be able to see that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love the thought to um, just in in your journey of being willing to step into something that's uncomfortable, where where you don't feel like you've been prepared, but then you saw God using that. Like, they, like the story is like you started reading your Bible more. You're like it brought you into that, right? Mm-hmm. And so just that that pattern. And it sounds like you've become accustomed to looking for that now. Mm-hmm. Okay, now what is mm-hmm. God doing? Yeah. <laughs> you know, where, where is he at work? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are, are there things that you're thinking about for discipleship, like um, where, where you're, you're like seeing more uh, like comfort zone risk-taking? Like the, what, what do you feel like God's uh, talking to you about now? Yeah, I think... Um you know, from from that, I, I feel like um, what God is saying to me is is really like just stop doing things your own way. Yeah. Um, and um, just abide. I think. I think mm-hmm. the 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 word that pops up in my mind is just abide with Him. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah. Yeah. 
when you think of abide, what do you think God's inviting you into in that? If you were to mm. describe, describe to your guys and your MC, what, what does this abiding look like? What would it look like? Yeah, so I, I think um, as a, a, a prodigal son, I, 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 like, I like to do things my own way, mm. but, but abiding in him is actually way better than my own way. And, and what that means is, like, he wants me to have that relationship where I can have the, the most fulfilled and most joyful life. Um, where, like, and he doesn't want me to miss out on that. Yeah. And so um, as I abide, as I read the Bible more, I'm seeing more and more of God's, like, just how amazing his grace is. Mm. Um, and, um, like to the point where like, I feel, wow, this is similar to like when I first pursued Imelda, when we mm-hmm. were dating mm-hmm. and, and there are times where I'm like just weeping, just like mm-hmm. how intense is this love for me? Yeah. And, um, like, yeah, I, I wish, you know, everybody would, would, experience what I experienced through um, just being open for next steps and, and just um, because, because he knows, he, because he actually has something better. Yeah, um, yeah. And I, I love that you're linking like your own personal journey of like this connection with God, reading the Bible and going, oh, he loves me more. And you're connecting that with like these, like this, journey of discipleship of like feeling uncomfortable and willing to go further yeah i i just think that's it's like how how could we become people who who let go of our own will Mm -hmm. and and we stop going our own way in selfishness and, and start going okay god i'll go your way right and you're you're pointing to like your experience in the bible like actually just reading the bible and and abiding with him in that it's just that's an awesome encouragement and like that that reading the bible isn't uh, like a to-do that we're supposed to do it's actually sort of helping you you're seeing how much he loves you and that makes it easier for you to trust him (laughs) you know right (laughs) yeah yeah can you just sort of describe the journey of like reading the Bible? You said it a little bit before, like mm-hmm. yeah, at first you sort of didn't. Yeah, I'm and, interested yeah. to hear that. And it was like you were talking about prepping for leading MC, mm-hmm. and feeling the need to be prepared. And yeah, yeah, so I wasn't reading the Bible when I became an apprentice. Mm-hmm. That was not like I don't like to read books. I mean, like. I think the the last book that I read was probably uh in high school. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um so um but like as I started become a uh MC leader, I'm like yeah. how can I tell other people to read their bible when I don't do it? So mm. that's when I started okay, mm. let's let's read more and as I read more like it starts to grip my heart. Mm-hmm. And um like to the point where wow, I never seen God in that way. Like, uh, yeah. like, um, like the His pursuit for me, um, and and then um, and then it's been consistent. 
But then I have never got read from cover to cover, mm. and so um, so then uh, when uh, David became my apprentice, we're like, okay, let's let's. He's like, let, I think the best thing is to do it together. I'm like, okay, I don't know if I can. I mean, it's a lot because sometimes it could be like five ch- chapters a day, and um, you sitting there for a long period of time. Mm. But like I don't regret one bit of mm. that, and I, in fact, I'm going mm. around second time around after we went through that. I'm like <laughs> I'm awesome. like hooked. <laughs> okay, and so I'm um, hooked. <laughs> that's so good. And um, yeah, that's that's my journey so far. Yeah, so. yeah. I, it it's fun in this conversation to the, like we don't have this all scripted. So just just thinking through like it it feels like. God has made a very real connection between the assurance he's giving you of who he is and how he loves you through reading the Bible five mm-hmm. chapters a day and then your ability to take a risk for him, your willingness to, to step into the uncomfortable. And, and then you, you're like experiencing more of him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. And I, I, can't, I can't help but think of um, the story of Jonah where, where Jonah runs his own way rather than mm-hmm. doing what God wants. And he ends up in the fish and he prays a prayer, Jonah 2, yeah. verses 8 and 9. And he says, those who cling to worthless idols forfeit the grace that could be theirs. Mm. So so it's like Jonah had a plan to that going his own way, he was actually going to miss out on the grace that God, mm. that God had for him. Yeah. And it... it it sounds like in your story, Enoch, the the pathway into the, that grace was going through some the uncomfortable, going, getting out of the comfort zone, mm-hmm. you know, again and again. What what encouragement would you share with MC leaders that mm-hmm. are listening? If if some other leader is like, I relate with you, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I'm Enoch, and, and how would you encourage them? Um. I would say that um, it's it's definitely counterintuitive to to um, to to uh, to wake up and and. Uh, I mean, sometimes leading MC, you feel like you got it, but mm-hmm. um, I think I think the biggest encouragement that I can give is to really um, read through the Word because mm-hmm. God has wants to speak to us mm-hmm. and how and how we uh, do everything in life, <coughs> and it, and and he he's like how I hear him uh, just in little things and in the big things. And he wants to speak to us and um, to be able to like allow his voice to be greater than our own voice. Mm -hmm. I think that's counterintuitive, Mm -hmm. but, um, but it's so rewarding to, to hear from God and to just um, seek after him. Like, pursue him because like that's way better than than running your own life yeah um yeah yeah. what i hear in that is 
our temptation to run our own life, to put up the walls, the mm-hmm. print, keep ourselves safe, keep keep everything controlled, yeah. <laughs> right? And what you're saying is way better than that. Yeah, <laughs> is like set other things aside <laughs> and let him speak to yes. you, and then you'll start to go. I don't need that control. No, <laughs> I don't need that control. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. That's a good word. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm I'm so grateful that you'd come in and share. I'm grateful for your vulnerability. Yeah. Just just how Thank you. transparently sharing about the the journey and the fears. I I if our MC leaders were honest and took the moment to look in their own hearts, we'd all see we're all afraid. Mm-hmm. We're all afraid. We all feel like we have to control the outcome. Mm-hmm. And I I think your encouragement hear his voice mm-hmm. <laughs> like he wants to talk to you yeah. yeah can actually like that's the secret to how how can we be people who would take risks mm-hmm. you know, hear Amen. hear him calling you yeah. <laughs> think of his faithfulness <laughs> let him tell you how much he loves you then we don't have to be afraid yeah, yeah perfect love drives out fear mm-hmm. so thanks for joining in the conversation now. thank you Scott uh, yeah thank absolutely you, and uh, yeah, can't wait to talk again. We're going to have, uh, we're continuing, I mean, our, our living scent. We're more than halfway through uh, 52 episodes of this. We're, we we're go. chugging along, but there's so much to share Yeah, uh, as we just keep learning how to be disciples and live scent. Okay. Have a great one. All right.